From Central Texas, it's the Best of the Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Von Warnke, and thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Whether you're streaming this podcast, whether you are downloading it onto your mobile device, whether you found us through iTunes or Podbean or any of our other affiliates, we just want to say thank you so much for taking the opportunity to download or stream this podcast. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever medium you found us on. That would mean a lot to us. That's awesome. So today I've got Prowler Bill Henson on the phone again, and we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects over the last couple of years, and that is air gun hunting. And um, I've done a little bit of air gun hunting. Bill has done a little bit more than I have, so I've got him on because he's kind of becoming an expert on this subject. We're just having a blast with these uh, guns from Air Force Air Guns. They are one of the sponsors of our TV show, and they are also one of the... Uh, one of my favorite sponsors because they've been wonderful to work with. It's a great team of people behind Air Force Air Guns. They're based in the North Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, I have not had an opportunity to tour their facility yet, but Mac and Prowler have. And um, I, I cannot say enough good things about what Air Force Air Guns is doing in the outdoor industry. They have some guns we'll talk about in the podcast, like the Talon P and the Talon SS. They're kind of short pistol-style air guns. But they pack a powerful punch, and um, then they have the Condor, which is kind of the large 25 caliber rifle air gun, and then they have the new air gun, which is the most powerful production air rifle produced in the outdoor industry, and that is the Air Force Texan. And the Texan is a favorite of mine because it is, again, the most powerful air gun production air gun in the industry, and where you can get about six, five to six shots from a fill. Uh, of your scuba tank or if you're using a hand pump scuba tank is totally the way to go on air guns especially if you shoot them as much as we do and um, there's there's just so many good things to do with smaller caliber air guns you can shoot um, target practice you can plink you can um, hunt and and do it all even cheaper than shooting a 22 and I've done a segment on video about that before it's very much true um, that you can do so much with the air guns but the neat thing about the Air Force Texan is that it can shoot a 45 caliber projectile at about 900 to 1,000 feet per second, and that is an incredible performance out of an air gun. I mean, that is a lethal air gun right there. And there are a lot of other big bore air guns on the market. I'm not discounting any of those for this one, but this particular air gun is, is again, the most powerful production air gun on the market, and it is a great um, powerhouse to have with you on a big game hunting adventure. Now, not all states, Texas being included, allow air gun hunting for big game native species, but you can use a um, air gun on hunting exotic species and small game. And that's what our intention is, and Predators, of course, too. That's what our intention is to do on the show. In fact, I plan to get the Air Force Texan out on a hog hunt pretty soon, and we'll talk about that as part of the show today. Well, I recorded the intro to this podcast before I actually recorded the interview with Bill, and during the podcast, he accidentally goes home and sets off his alarm in his house, and it's a silent alarm, so he doesn't realize that he set it off. And, uh, oops, uh, the police show up. <laughs> this is awesome. So here's my interview with Bill. Well, Dustin, I'm a predator hunter. And a predator is almost anything that walks upright or crawls or swims to some type of degree. And I have found a few 
let's call it affection. Because it's grown into <laughs> more than just an affection. It's an infection, and it's something that I have dearly loved to do now. And, I, you know, we have sponsors, you know, we got Winchester and Olympic Arms and all that kind of stuff. And, and I love their weapons. I love their ammo. But recently, within the last year, uh, two years, we've been working with a company called Air Force Air Defense, which you're very familiar with. Yeah. Bet and, and John are just super nice people. But we got involved in shooting air rifles of all these things. I never thought that I would ever go back to shooting an air rifle from my childhood. And trust me, these are not the air rifles from my childhood. Now, I've, I've written about it before. They're not your grandpa's air gun. That is correct. To start off with, we're going to start with the Talon D. That stands for pistol. It's an Air Force air rifle pistol. And it's more of an air rifle than it is a pistol, but that's, it's a short version of what you can shoot, hunt, and play with. We use it uh, in back and prowler for nighttime hunting when the animals come in real close in the lights and stuff. And we, I have mine, and Mac has his top. We both use a uh, EOTech. Oh, okay. You'll use an EOTech on your Air Force. Yeah, because it's got a it's got a red light in it. It's a circle. It's got two dots in it. And anything that we see within 50 yards is, is dead. <laughs> because one of the things that we found out about the Talon P, when you pull the trigger on it, it's quite loud. It sounds not quite as loud as a 410, but almost. Because you're, the, the canister on it will hold about 3,000 PSI, and you're shooting about 1,000 PSI out the barrel with no uh, buffer system or, well, I call it a buffer system because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> But it's quite loud, but it's extremely accurate. Uh, at 50 yards, I can shoot five, ten shots and cover them up with a quarter, no problem. So that is, it intrigued me because I'm actually shooting a 25 caliber pellet. It's not your 17, it's not a 22, it's a 25 caliber. Weighs about 30 to 39 grains. You can get them up a little heavier, but. We shoot 39 grand. And uh, there's several pellets out there. And there's several manufacturers of, of air rifles. But this is by far the most accurate and the easiest to operate that I've ever seen. It's a single shot. A lot of people don't like that. But uh, I tend to, to lean towards single shots because of the accuracy. But uh, I fell in love with shooting air rifles. And there's several models that you can choose from, and it's just an exciting thing because here's here's what I like about it. Here's the best thing that I like about shooting an air rifle. I can fill my canister up on my gun, and I can shoot between 50 and 75 times with no problem per per fill. Per fill, that is correct. Now, uh, I know that you have one also. You have the Talon P, right? Yeah, correct. All right. Now, am I am I incorrect in assuming that you love to shoot yours also? 
I love to shoot mine. Uh, it's great for target practice. I, I have not done a lot of hunting with mine, but I have had it on hunts. So I just have not uh, taken it. I just don't have as many opportunities for small game and predators like you and Mac do. And um, it, it's very accurate. And um, the Talon T kind of reminds me of a short-barreled rifle, an FBR. Yeah. More than it does a pistol. It has a pistol grip on it, but the way the inline air cylinder works and the short barrel on it, it, it almost, you know, it's it reminiscent of uh, FBR firearm, in my humble opinion. But um, accurate, yes, and, you know, not not very loud. You know, it's, um, it's definitely, um, you know, you have an SS model, right? Yes. And what is that? It's called the Talon SS. I have that. I also have a Condor, and we're also shooting the new Tech, which yeah. it is loud. <laughs> but right. it's a 45 caliber, which we're going to lead into a little bit later on in this conversation. But right sure. now, let's stick with the Talon P and the Talon SS and the Condor. Condor is a little bit more powerful than the Talon. The, uh, the Talon SS is my favorite to shoot. And the reason I say that is... I can get a lot of shots, and I live in towns, and it's not against the law to shoot a air rifle in the city limits. Right. And we have a problem with squirrels. Matter of fact, a squirrel got in my house in the roof, ceiling, now some wires and tubes, electrocuted himself, shorted out my system. I had to go up there and find him and figure out what was going on. Well, since then, I started trying to alleviate some of the squirrel problems we have here. And uh, I have fired 39 times now, killed 36 squirrels. <laughs> That's great. So I really do like the Talon SS. It is super quiet. Nobody even knows that the thing has even gone off. Uh, the pellet hitting the target is louder than the gun going off. And that's yeah. right. And that, that SS stands for, what, super suppressed? Or I forget yep. exactly. Okay. Super. I call it super silent, but it's super silent. It's a suppressed okay. model, and it has uh, suppressors built into the barrel, and uh, which makes it extremely quiet. It is actually a Talon P with a silencer on. That's what okay. It is. And I want to make the point to our listeners that the um, it is legal. You don't need any paperwork for a integrally suppressed air rifle. From my understanding, uh, it's when you, you know, thread a suppressor on an air gun where you need a um, class three stamp or, you know, what you need for, for owning a suppressor. But integrally suppressed, you don't need any paperwork. That's it. That is true. Another thing is the, uh, there's only one state in the United States that considers this a weapon, a gun, and that's Connecticut. Okay. Uh, you're not, you can ship it anywhere in the United States with the exception of Connecticut, and it's just like shipping a a BB gun. Right. And there's there's no uh, special order, special anything that you have to do to it, even though it looks like a lot of people call the black the black guns or the right guns right. or the, the, the ones that, that uh, people are trying to scare you with. But in all actuality, it is the most fun I've had since shooting. Because here's what I can do. I can take 20 bucks and I can go out and shoot all day long. Yep. All day long. Now it's cheaper. 
it's cheaper than shooting a twenty two. I've made a video about this oh, yeah. before that I know you've seen, you know. Yeah. You get a scuba tank that you invest in for what, a hundred bucks, a hundred and twenty bucks or so, you know, buy a used scuba tank from a scuba shop or you can get a carbon fiber tank. Yeah, scuba tanks are heavy. Uh that's what I use. Uh the carbon fiber tanks are real expensive but they're lightweight. Right. And uh out of a, I have no idea how many shots I can get out of a complete scuba tank. I it's just I haven't kept up with it. I fill mine up I've been shooting now for over a year and I still am using the same tank. Now it's time to refill it. But I've been shooting a year and when you're shooting like the Texas the forty five caliber, you're shooting three thousand PSI every time you pull the trigger. Right. But they're lobbing a four hundred or three hundred and fifty to a four hundred and five grain projectile at nearly a thousand feet per second too. Now that is exciting. <laughs> Yeah, but is. I don't shoot it in the city limits because it is so loud. But as far as just regular shooting, I like the Talon SS and I like the Condor. The Condor is a little bit more powerful than the Talon SS. Uh, it's a toss-up either way. I have a uh, my Talon SS is a solid black with a black uh, four to I forgot now four to sixteen. Yeah, four to sixteen power scope and the last uh, 15 squirrels that I shot, uh, we were actually pouring some concrete out here, had some guys out here, and they said, uh, we actually, they poured the concrete, and two squirrels ran across it while it was wet and had to go back and redo it. Oh, they no. Did these things. So that's what oh, I did. Oh. Right. And they cleaned every one of them. <laughs> and wow. after a period of, we shot 15 in a row, and... I started asking, well, look, this is too easy. you got to shoot him in the head. And then after we shot about five or six in the head, then they said, oh, you got to shoot him in the eye. So that's what we started doing. <laughs> and we found out between 35 and 50 yards, I can pluck his eye out. Now, if he's closer than that, it's a, it's a guess either way because I have to shoot under him because he's still shooting a little high at that distance. Right. So... Uh, uh, you and I were even on the phone together when you shot some of those, you know, and I just yeah. kind of chuckled because you had the phone in one ear and your gun in the other, you know, yeah. and, uh, yeah. you know, a gun against your shoulder and you were just popping squirrels. And that's, that's to show you how easy and efficient, you know, an air gun is. And the other thing I was going to say is, is, you know, um, for preppers, for folks that are, you know, um, prepping in, in that regard for um, the end of the world or, you know, calamity or whatever the case may be, air guns are a great idea, aren't they? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I wouldn't want to get shot with one. <laughs> no. I can tell you that. But it also, you can take down just about any small game. Now, a twenty five caliber, is just, it's not quite big enough to shoot a pig. Right. Uh, and and actually, Air Force recommends that you do not shoot a pig one because it's too easy just to wound an animal and run off and suffer. Right. Uh, that's the reason that we went in with them and, and, and we designed the uh, Texas. Now, Yvette and John and, and, and all, Chris and all the guys down there have spent a lot. They spent two years developing this, this air rifle, the Texas, which uh, I am confident that any cat, bobcat, coyote, anything else that you want to shoot with uh, the talon or the uh, the condor, if you shoot him in the head, he's not going anywhere. 
Now, if you shoot, I did shoot a coyote right between the eyes with my Talon SS at about 30 yards, and the pellet ricocheted off of his head. It did not kill him. So I learned, therefore, I got to shoot him sideways in, in the ear. And it was just the angle of everything, and I knew I shouldn't have done it when I did it. So with uh, the positive side, it's the most inexpensive thing I've ever shot in my life. It's the most accurate that I've ever shot as far as air rifles or almost any other rifle as far as that goes. I like the setup. I like the design. I like the layout. Uh, it's extremely fun to shoot. My my grandkids can shoot them. They love to shoot. And we'll go out here in the backyard, and we have a berm in the backyard, so we, we shoot into the backyard with these pellet rifles. And uh, it's strictly legal. Matter of fact, I've had the police over here, and uh, they've actually shot them, uh, the city police. And, uh, you know, I was showing them what we were doing, all that kind of stuff, to make sure that it was legal and I wasn't breaking any laws or anything. Sure. So sure. Uh, that's that's where our deposit side comes in. It's perfectly legal, and it is fun to shoot. And it's also great to great for kids to get kids started in shooting. That's one of the first guns my son will touch, you know, when when he gets old enough to shoot, is uh, is an air gun because the recoil is so low. Oh yeah, there's there's no recoil on them at all to amount to anything. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The uh, the other positive to it is I get to keep up my shooting skills here in the city limits. And you'd be surprised, or I was surprised, I wouldn't say you would be, but I was surprised at how my shooting skills have improved. Now, I'm a pretty good shot. Not perfect, but I'm a pretty good shot. But even at that, I found out how much more accurate that I am now. Uh, uh, we're starting now to, once these squirrels, they're starting to come back in again. So uh, we're starting to shoot them while they're running or moving. Now, I'm not taking headshots on that, but I'm aiming at the head, and most of the time I'm shooting them in the shoulders or something like that. The last, uh, that's where the the three misses come in, and shooting them on the run. Right. But, uh, you know, they'll get out there on that berm, and they'll start playing, and if they ever stop, they're dead, period. Right. And we wait for them to move or something like that now. Just making it tougher on us and increasing our skills. The negative side to... Uh, the air rifles. You have to uh, you have to have something that will pump up. Like well, you can get an air pump to pump these up. You get a lot of exercise doing that. Or you can get like <laughs> you're talking about a scuba tank. Uh, you can go down to your fire station and they'll fill it up for you. Usually they don't charge anything. What Mac and I do is we donate fifty or hundred dollars a year to the fire department. And every time we walk in, we can set these things down and they'll fill them up for us about thirty three hundred psi. And uh, uh, they can go higher than that. Now, we do not have the fiber tanks. John and, and Yvette and all of them have the fiber tanks, and so does Tom Jones. Uh, but that, And it's a single shot. A lot of people don't like the single shot. I personally do, but that's just me. Well, I left town and came back, and I set off a silent alarm system so the police are on their way. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. oh, well, all right. I wasn't paying attention. I see I had the alarm system on, and okay. when I pulled up, we were talking. Oh, this makes this makes for a fun podcast, though. We're going to have all the police everywhere. <laughs> we were just talking about the police, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now they're going to be here. 
I've got to handle this. But the negative side, like I said, um, you you can lug around this tank. Of course, I never carry it when I go hunting except I leave it in the vehicle. Right. And uh, that's the negative side. So that's the only negative things I found about it. Yeah, yeah. single and shot, single and, shot. It, and you've got to the To me, that. that's not negative, but to a lot of people it is. Yeah. I, I know Max, he likes multiple rounds, but, you know, if you're shooting at coyotes and you've got three or four of them out there, if you're shooting a silent one, they're only going to run about 30, 40 steps, and they're going to stop turn around and say, what was that? Right. Because they hear the pellet hit the other animal. And, uh, but now, if you're shooting a Texan, you don't have to worry about that. It's going to get very loud because it sounds like a 410 going off. Boom! Right. Because you're pushing 3,000 PSI. Now, the Texan has a long barrel on it. Shoots a 45 caliber projectile. Uh, hollow points is the best. Softer lead, the better, because it's traveling about 1,000 feet per second. And we've taken an odd ad, a red deer, and a black buck with it. And the black buck, we shot it, or Max shot him in the front shoulder, right front shoulder, and the projectile came out the left hip. Right. So, and he was about 80 yards. So that tells you the power that these things have. Uh, with the right projectile, I would shoot an elephant with it. Absolutely. I think it has that much kinetic energy to it. Uh, the, well, the Texan is by far the <laughs> it's the most fun thing to shoot I've ever put to my shoulder because I know that I can shoot any pig that walks. Uh, we know an Audad is probably one of the hardest to kill. It'll kill a black buck, shoot slap through him. Uh, you know, I, I don't like when I'm shooting a, a, a an air rifle or any rifle. I don't want the bullet to exit the outside. I want that animal to absorb all of the energy. Right. So that comes to bullets now, projectiles. And I know that you have done some extensive research on bullets along with me. And we, you contacted several people like Mr. Hollowpoint and some more people. So right. why don't you take over from there and talk about that for a minute? You know, there's three companies that I'm recommending right now for air gun ammo and um, or pellets or whatever you want to call them, projectiles. Uh, one is Hunter Supply. You can find them at hunters-supply.com. They make um, about 95% lead, uh, 5% tin, and they are um, they're they're a good bullet from what I have seen. They're they're a great projectile to use. Another one is Mr. Hollow Point. I've had some great conversations with him over email, and he got my order right out when I ordered um, some uh, some pellets from him. He makes some great Hollow Point projectiles for the 45 caliber um, guns. And then um, also want to recommend Ten Star. They don't have a website yet, but we hope to change that soon. We've been in touch with them. They're out of the what Weatherford, Texas area. Yeah, Weatherford. Weatherford, Texas area, and so they're kind of working hand in hand to um, to to engineer the best projectiles for the Air Force Texan as well as all these companies are. They're um, everybody's trying to get their hand on one to um, to see what shoots the best and penetrates and expands the best as far as uh, as far as uh, projectiles go. Yeah, if the bullet does not expand, it's no good, in my opinion. That's just me. Uh, it's got to expand to be able to take the the animal. Let me add one more, and that's the Predator Pellet. And uh, he's out of Colorado, but he he specializes in the 
in the uh, Air Force guns, the 25 caliber, and the police are just now arriving. So, okay. <laughs> Let me right. talk to them for a minute. All right. What all y'all really miss was the excitement going on at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Set off the alarm and, uh, oops. <laughs> all the police showed up. Yeah. Wow. We're talking about the Air Force Air Guns, the Texas. It is a forty five caliber air rifle. Legal to shoot within the city limits of most cities. You need to check your regulations before firing an air rifle or any kind of gun within the city limits. Uh, I definitely want to get that out there because in yeah. the city limits that I live, it, it, there's no problem shooting an air rifle. Matter right of fact, all of these police that came over have been to my house and they've all shot my air rifle. And they just, they think it's the grandest thing they've ever seen in their life. Uh, they cut out a, a, a one-inch dot at 50 yards with it and they shoot like five shots and it's just in the same spot. Wow. The big ragged well, hole. Yeah. Well, the Texan is a 45 caliber air rifle. Now, being a 45 caliber, it shoots 3,000 PSI every time you pull the trigger. Now, Mac and I shoot at about 2,800. That's about where we shoot at. That's where we found the best accuracy and everything. Well, we shoot uh, two to three and a half inch groups at 250 yards with it. Shoot a 55-gallon drum end-to-end, and it goes slap through the drum. So we still got plenty of knockdown power, but there is a definite arch in the bullet itself. Right. I mean, you know, it doesn't fly straight. I mean, that was feet per second. I'm shooting a 350-grain projectile. That's heavy. That's real heavy. Yeah, this it is. is the most awesome rifle I have ever put to my show. Now, the government does not consider an air rifle an, an actual gun. They don't consider it a rifle. It is called an air rifle or a BB gun or a pellet rifle. That's how it's classified. So right. you can ship it anywhere in the United States with the exception of Connecticut with no FFL license needed. And uh, they can ship it straight to my house from Air Force Air Guns. And they're... What did we nickname this gun before it was the Texan, when you guys shot it before <laughs> anybody knew about it? What did we nickname this gun? Uh, we named the it the Beast. Beast. That's right. <laughs> the Beast. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. We took Spoon out there with us, and he shot it. That's where it came from. He said, man, this thing's a beast. The Beast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Andrew Huff is a, he's a six-foot-four skinny black guy. He's uh, one of my aides. He goes just about everywhere I go, and he wanted to shoot it. Or I asked him, I said, Spoon, you want to shoot this thing? He said, yeah, man, let me shoot it. He gets down there, he pulls the trigger. <laughs> and it, 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 the scope touched him on the eyebrow, scared him to death. Oh, <laughs> wow. Man, this thing's a beast. That's where it came from. But uh, awesome, awesome. I would rather shoot the Texan than any gun I own, and I own a bunch of them. Right. Uh for one thing, I can shoot anything in North America with it that's legal to shoot. Now, in Texas, it's against the law to shoot white-tailed deer with it. But now I can shoot any exotic, any pig, goat, bobcats, fox, you know, even even alligators if I have a license to shoot one. Right. But in, in other states, let's say, for instance, in Missouri, they do not have the center fire law. In Texas, it has to be a center fire 
cartridge to be able to hunt white-tailed deer. So therefore, yeah. the Air Force, uh, the air rifle is out of the picture as far as shooting white-tailed deer. Well, in Missouri and Alabama and Georgia, they just have a size constraint. It has to be above a 22 caliber. And uh, so a 23, 24, 25 on up, you can shoot white-tailed deer with it. So therefore, we could actually hunt white-tailed deer with the air rifle in those states. Now, so far, as of this date, and today is uh, 2015, which I hate to take things that we're doing, but it's right. uh, okay. May the 29th, 2015. The only, only white-tailed deer has been taken with the Air Force, with the Texans, in my knowledge at this point, is a doe. So any buck that is taken is going to be a trophy. Sure. Uh, I take a numerous squirrels with it already. A uh, couple of coyotes, which I did not get on film, and one one or two pigs. Now, we do have the black buck, the red deer, and some pigs on film that we've shot so far, and uh, those will be going up on the website before too much longer. Uh, like I say, this thing is totally brand new. Uh, we shot it last August, and, and the prototype. And now they're actually coming out with these weapons, and they, they run about $1,200. I know you think that's a lot of money, but, man, when you figure the cost of shooting any other gun, that's a drop in bucket. That is. It's well worth the money. All right. Uh, I could spend $150, $200 on ammo, and that'll last me for six months. You tell me any other gun you can do that with, any gun. I agree. But you can't do it with a twenty two. It's no. actually you, well. You proved that we could actually shoot the Texan and the twenty-five calibers, the the Talon P, the Talon SS, and the Condor cheaper than we can shoot twenty-twos. Yes. And you cannot shoot a twenty-two in any city limits that I'm aware of. No, because it is a firearm, and this is an yes. air gun, and it's a different that class is. of of, uh, of gun. Yes. And uh, like I say, I just had five policemen at my house, and. Of course, I'm walking around out there with my pistol exposed, but it's my house. I can do that. And I'm carrying the, the Texas with me, and it's got a 36-inch barrel on it. They're going, wow, what's that? I haven't seen that one. Let's go ahead you. I said, look, guys, I'm on a, I'm on a conference call. we got to get back at it. I said, okay, we'll come back by tomorrow. <laughs> They're all excited about it. And here's the here's the key. All right, let's take the Texas. It has a, has a tank that is actually your stock. And you air it up from a scuba tank or something like that, or you can actually pump it up. But you want to get it up to about 3,000 PS. You can go to about 3,500. Okay. The the gauge only goes to 3,000. That's the gauge that actually comes with the tank. And that's what they suggest that you stay at. The tank is rated for 8,000, 7,900 something pounds. So it's a little bitty tank, but, you know, that's overkill. But that's the way Air Force does. I mean, they actually over-engineer everything to the point of it's got to be perfect. And that's one of the things that I can say about John and Chris Beth. They are some of the best people. If, if you come up with a problem, they're going to figure out a way to solve it. And that's what right. we did in August. We shot the gun until it would not shoot anymore. And I don't know how many rounds, three or 400 rounds we shot to it before it failed. Well, we found out the weak point in it. They went in and modified it, fixed it. So now I've shot the prototype that I have here approximately 500 rounds so far, and still no problem. 
Wow. That is a testament to the gun itself. I am excited. It's the most it's the most fun I had since I was a kid. I kid you not. Um, we can take and hunt pigs with it, and it don't matter how big the pig is. I will shoot him with that Texas in a heartbeat. If you would shoot a forty-five caliber muzzleloader, this is about the same thing that you're shooting here. Yeah, that's the point I was going to make. Is as far as the power scale goes, it's similar in the firearms world. I've heard many outdoor riders and uh, and you know guys that do video on a Texan compared to a forty-five long colt in the firearm world. Yeah. And I've heard yeah. you and Matt compare it to a forty-five caliber muzzleloader as far as power and energy go. Yes. And that is pretty close. The forty five long colt and the forty five muzzle loader they're real similar. Now you can you can pop up a forty five long colt now. If I've got one it's super hot. <laughs> right. But we're talking about the text. Let's stick with it because this is what I think every hunter needs if he just wants to play around. If he wants oh. to keep his shooting skills up. Of course the twenty five caliber's good for that, but I wouldn't dare shoot a pig with it. It's just a little bit light even for coyotes unless they're within 30 yards. Um, the the Talon P is a little bit stronger. I would say you can probably shoot a coyote with it at, at 35, 40 yards, 50 yards right. even. Right. But you have to hit them in the right spot. And that's with anything that you hunt with. I mean, you, you shoot the Texan. It's going to blow a hole through them uh, because of the, the kinetic energy that's developed. Well, and, and it's going to shoot... You know, it's gonna it's gonna have a lot more lead going downrange because you've got a, a larger caliber projectile and a heavier grain projectile than you can get out of a twenty five caliber. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. I just wanted to clarify but that. The, That's heavy, good. the heaviest thing that I've shot, I shot everything from a hundred and seventy five grain up to four hundred and five grain. I like the the three fifteen to three fifty deep throated hollow points. And we actually had to make our first hollow points because nobody made them. And we did that by setting up a drill press and actually drilling out a 405-grain projectile, and it weighed 315 grains when we got through it. So we, we cut away a lot of lead. And the reason that we did that was so we could hunt an animal with it because the 405-grain would not expand at all. One of the things that I did like is that Hornady did have a belted, uh, 45 caliber muzzle loader, but it was copper coated, but it did expand. And so I, I shot several of those. I, I really did like it, but I do like the pure lead or the 95 to 99 percent lead projectiles. They just work and expand so much easier. So much they're, they're softer. They expand easier. I mean, that's what you really want yeah. out of a hollow point or even a, a um, you know, uh, a solid projectile. Exactly. Now you have you have dealt with all of these people on the uh, on the projectiles that they're coming out with, and all of these that we're talking about now have a Texan to test with. Right. And or they should testing, very soon. Yeah, they right. should have by now. Yeah. But uh, with the Texan, it's just pure fun. I, I know it has. It's like lobbing a chunk of lead at, at an animal at 250 yards. Uh, it. If you're not comfortable shooting that distance, shoot the distance you're comfortable with. With that being said, the fun of shooting this this air rifle is just unbelievable. It's like going back and being a kid again. Right. Now, I did shoot a bunch of 
ghost targets with the twenty five calibers. That was a lot of fun too. That that reminds me of a kid when I was a kid shoot bottles and cans. Right now I would never shoot a bottle because of the debris it takes unless I've got captured in a uh, in a target. And why don't we just go ahead and throw in there what a ghost target is because a lot of our listeners aren't going to be familiar with that. Well, if you really want to know what it is, go to ghosttargets.com. What it is is a wafer that you hang up. It has a rubber band around it. You can hang it anywhere you want to in trees or on a, like we do on wire, and we'll set up 50 or 100 of them, and we'll sit there and shoot them with the 25-caliber air rifles and bust them, and whenever they bust, they, they vapor, not vapor, they turn into smoke and just dust, and it's a real fine powder. And what it does is they call it ghosting away. Right, they go. Uh, yeah, it goes. You hit one dead center and ghost, you hit it on the edge, it'll just break. It has, it's better than shooting paper, because a lot of people get in the habit, well, I hit the paper. I hit the paper, and it, and it's like, okay, I know where I'm at. Well, ghost targets, you're shooting at anywhere from a quarter inch or five-eighths inch out to a two-inch target. And if you don't hit it, it don't ghost. You right. have got to be, and you're talking about honing in your skills. Now, that will definitely hone in your skills. Yeah, it's about taking right. your skills up to another level, you know, another level yep. of, of accuracy and, um, and you know, uh, marksmanship. Uh, it definitely, if you think you're a good shot, try to shoot some ghost targets sometimes because you'll learn yeah. real quick, you know, if you, uh, Absolutely. you're the best shot you can be, you know, most definitely. Yeah, I agree. Well, it, it it almost takes you back to your childhood, shooting cans and stuff like that, and you know that's that's it's just a lot of fun, and it takes. We've had my grandson. I got four of them, so you know they get out there and they start shooting them. Well, I'll go through a bag in a heartbeat. My bag's about twenty bucks. They're cheap, and there's probably a hundred or so in the bag. I don't know how many's in. It depends on what size you get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you know, for twenty bucks, I can shoot all day long. And just have a ball. And uh, absolutely. One of the things that we're doing now with the Texans, we're actually shooting some of the smaller ghost targets, like the half inch size, and we're shooting them at 25 yards, and they just like they're gone. Poof. It, it, yeah. It's yeah, just poof. They're gone. <laughs> it, well, you know, I, I shot a lot of air rifles. I, I shot the Benjamins, and I shot. I, I grew up with a Benjamin pump up, you know, the old Benjamin uh, 17 caliber pellet rifle. And uh, then they come out with a new Marauder, and they got several more out there. But those things weigh a ton, and it's not feasible to me for hunting. That that's me talking. Uh, they're great guns, but as far as accuracy. Uh, compliments of, of the people who built it. Air Force is by far, in my personal opinion, the best air gun on the market. We're going to be entering a contest in August, and I'm hoping that you can be there, Dustin. It, oh, yeah. it, is, a, it is a big bore shoot-off is what it is, and we'll find out. Of course, uh, I think uh, uh, Benjamin will have the Bulldog there. They're 35 caliber. We'll have the two. 45 calibers or 345 calibers there, and I'm sure Air Force will have more than that there. But uh, I think Ton Jones told me he was going to be there. Yeah, for the people that don't know Ton, he's uh, he's a big TV star out in California. He he's going to be there, and he's he can't wait to shoot against me and Mac. So we'll see. Yeah. 
We'll find I'll be in we there with y'all. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out how good we all are. We we'll make it embarrassed. He may shout shoot every one of us. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's the neat thing about you know this is it's fun. You get to have competition, you know, like this. What we're talking about, folks, is the um, air gun show that uh, we have in North Texas. They just uh, added the competition to it. There's so many interesting things there. There are historical air rifles, um, you know, from the what 1700s, 1800s, um, that almost look like muskets. It's just all kinds of different. you know, air guns uh, from as far as the eye can see, and Air Force is one of the fine vendors that's there, and we're happy to represent them, and, you know, they're happy to represent us. It's a great relationship we have. Well, I consider it an honor to be able to shoot their, their weapons. I, I tell you, I do I've, too. Never met, I've never met people that's so down to earth and easy to get along with and just they hinge off every word that you say. Uh, uh, when they had everybody out there shooting, well, this was last August. We were out there shooting the Texan, the prototype. They only had one, and they had a bunch of people come in and shoot it. When me and Matt got there, we changed everything up. They said, hey, let's see what this thing can do. Everybody's shooting right. 25 and 30 yards. We went out there 200 and started shooting. But, you know, that's that's one of the things that we like about we help help work out the kinks of this thing, of the bugs in it. And the, like I say, I know they've been working on it for two years. Uh, we saw the first prototype. Over two years ago, uh, it was not even, you couldn't even shoot it. It was just a design model. And then when we went out last August and shot that one out there, that was that was a big plus. That was that was exciting uh, to be a part of something like that and to be considered uh, capable of, of working with people like that and they, they listen to what you had to say. This is something I'd like to put out there. If you go out and you shoot an air rifle and you accomplish something, I don't care what kind of air rifle it is or what kind of gun it is, and you videotape and it's something exciting and you want us to look at it, the possibility of putting it on Max Brower's website, uh, send us some contact information so that we can look at it and we'll grade it, see if it's a caliber that we'd like to put out there. Uh, Dustin, do you think that's something that, that we can do? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm always for new web content, and we try to keep everything fresh and new. And uh, MacInProwler.com, I've added some new articles that I've written, and Bill's going to be adding some of his articles here pretty soon, and uh, some exciting things going on. Well, if you get a chance, go to MacInProwler.com and check it out. Get our email address uh, if, if you're interested and you've got questions about this. We will answer every email that comes in, as long as it don't go to the junk mail. Right. And uh, if you've got questions about uh, shooting an air rifle or anything like that, uh, send us send us an email. We'll be glad to to answer your questions. We don't know the answer, we'll get it. Cause we got the professionals right down the road to actually build the thing. Anything that we can do to help the outdoor industry, that's what we want to do. And guys, it don't cost anything to email us. I consider this a done project for right now. I know we right. have other other podcasts because I want to discuss, uh, I want to talk about the, uh, on the next podcast for Air Force, I want to talk about the black buck and the uh, red deer that we shot. 
Absolutely. That'll be a good one. Well, that about wraps up our show today. I think it's hilarious that um, Bill accidentally set off the silent alarm and um, the police showed up on his house. But um, at least we know they're doing their job and his alarm is working well. And there's always some kind of... um, some kind of funny things like that happening on the show so i uh that's why i love doing this show is because it's kind of life unscripted and we have a lot of fun doing it uh and i thought you'd enjoy that so i didn't edit any of that out if you haven't done so already please visit our website at macandprowler.com that's m-a-c-a-n-d-p-r-o-w-l-e-r.com and uh, or predatorhuntingtvshow.com will also get you there and then i have a website at uh, dustinsprojects.com that you can also visit and in any of those websites you can register for our free newsletter and uh, you will also be able to download a free copy of my book the best of the outdoors which is a compilation of some of my readers favorite articles and um, so there's a lot of different um, you know ways that we can connect there and feel free to connect with us on social media I've got links on the Mac and Prowler website as well as on my website And uh, thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to learn more about Air Force Air Guns, visit their website at airforceairguns.com. Again, the reason why I kind of dedicated a podcast to talk about these rifles and pistols of Air Force is because they are so accurate. They are so lethal on game, many different game species. And uh, they're just an incredible sponsor of ours that I wanted to um, wanted to talk about on the show because they are just uh, incredible people to work with. And if you haven't really dipped into the air gun world, Air Force is a great place to start. Serious air gunning starts here, and um, that's kind of their slogan. And uh, I I just I love what they're doing, and they just have really neat, cool-looking air guns. And uh, plus, the performance is just second to none, which is awesome. So. Thank you so much for listening and have an awesome day in the outdoors.